behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. All right, it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us this morning. Live program today, by the way, July the 8th of 2023. Myself, Larry Unger is going to sit in with me today, and normally he's answering phones, but we're keeping him on this side of the glass this morning, mainly because we have a couple things to talk about we were going to do last week we didn't get to, so I'll get to that today. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, but Larry, it's it's a nice, beautiful day today. Beautiful day. It's only supposed to be 75 and possibly scattered showers, but... I, you know, I don't know that you could ask for anything better. 75 is not bad. I mean, I know a lot of people would like to have it much hotter than that, but 75 is very comfortable and uh, will work just fine. So, all right, several things I want to talk about today, one of them being contracts. Now, we're going to talk about different things contract-wise when it comes to all sorts of different things that could affect your, uh, you know, the things that are going on in your world with your home. Everything from Larry will get into one of the things Larry wanted to bring up, which we'll get into as well as the pest control companies that are out there. But, folks, there's contracts for literally almost anything you can think of when it comes to things around your home. Uh, I mean, everything literally from there are extended warranty, quote-unquote, warranties you can you know get on your home and appliances and different things along those lines. There's pest companies, trash companies, you name it. There, there's almost a contract anymore for about anything you can think of having done around the house. And I'm not saying contracts are a bad thing. So I want to start off with that, you know, right up front. Are contracts all bad? The answer is it depends. Well, they're not necessarily contracts as much as insurance. Well, it depends. Again, it's where it depends. And what I mean by that is in some cases, they are hard and fast contracts that you have signed that good luck in getting out of them. Exactly. That's what I mean by that. And that's where I'm saying, are they all good or bad? It depends. Some of the contracts and even some of the things that Larry just mentioned a moment ago, in some cases, it's very fitting and they work very well and I have no issues with them. There's others where, you know what? Be careful before you sign on the dotted line. Ask a lot of questions. Exactly. Read the fine print. What's it going to take to get out of said contract if you enter in? It could be everything from even folks... Uh, I'm going to have water delivered to the house. I want to. I want you know bottled water delivered because yep. maybe I don't particularly care for the area that I live in or the water that I have or whatever the case may be. Read your fine print. What does it take to get out of said contract? Is there a cancellation fee? Well, How does all this work? And go along with what you just said. It's very very important not to listen to the salesperson as much as it is to read the contract. Correct. Read the fine print. Yes. In the contract. And if need be, this is another piece of suggestion for you. If need be, to Larry's point, do not rely on the salesperson. There will always be a 1-800 number that you can call someplace, and typically you can ask for billing. Yes. And I would actually call billing and say, okay, if I sign said contract and I won out, how is that going to work? And don't do it before you sign the contract. They will most likely tell you exactly what it's going to take to get out of the contract. Yes. 
So just, again, a little side note there on how to do that. Do some investigative work. Look at all the different reviews that are out there. Find out, you know, how do things work. And some of these companies have literally solid ironclad contracts that for you to get out of it is an act of Congress darn near. And one other thing to remember as well, depending upon how that contract is written, it may affect your credit score when it's all said and done. Let me explain. You sign a pest control contract, and all of a sudden you decide, I want out. And you decide to cancel. And maybe you just decide to cancel by not paying the last bill, which, by the way, will always cancel the service because they won't come out for free. But... You may still have a balance owed on the account of, I don't know, let's say it's 150 bucks a quarter every time they come out. And the last time they came out, you decided you don't want it anymore and you're not going to pay the bill. So you now have this $150 outstanding invoice yep. for said contract. Even if you put it on your credit card on an automatic bill and you dispute the last one, it's still going to come up as money owed to them. And they will now go through the process of trying to collect said money. Yes, if you have a contract that you signed that said you agreed to a length of time that you would have that services, you know, have those services performed and then pay, well, you're going to have a very hard time not paying that $150. And if, in fact, they decide to go all the way through the collection process and get a judgment against you and so on, which they could, it then will potentially, but most likely will affect your credit because it's going to go on onto your credit score yes. as an outstanding, you know, unresolved dispute or, you know, an outstanding um, uh, judgment against you. And you do not want that on your credit. And, and really, in that particular case, if it's 150 bucks, it's probably worth paying it just to be done with it. Problem you're going to have is getting out of the rest of the, let's say you're a year into a two-year contract mm-hmm. and it was $150 a quarter, or maybe $150 every other month, depending upon how it's written. Well, you could have anywhere from 600 to $900 still owed on that contract if there's a year left on it that they're going to want. And they're going to come after you. They're going to come after you for it. That's exactly right. My, my point is, before you agree to any of these service contracts, which is what most of these will be, including trash, make sure you're reading all of the fine print about what is entailed if you decide to cancel. That's everything, by the way, from your internet service yes. to your, your TV service. service to phone service. You name it. Yep. All of it. Make sure you're reading what the fine print says. So if you decide you're no longer going to use that service, what does it take to get out? Well, on the other side of that coin is I think that once you get involved with a salesperson, you do not have to authorize anything until you do your upfront inspection. Do your due diligence. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And what I will say is this, though. A lot of those are now done on the e-sign sort of a thing to where once the once you're going to get rolling on the contract, we'll use Internet service as an example. They're going to they're gonna get you the Internet service and whoever the company is with, and they sign you the DocuSign forms, and you sign them electronically. I can already tell you, very, very, very few people will read through everything that that DocuSign document, that contract, what it says before signing it. And I guarantee you that once you sign it, and if it's a 24-month contract, for example, you're locked in for 24 months. That's right. If you decide there's a better deal that comes along on the Internet service side, you're going to owe something to get out of that contract early. Somebody's paying something early to get out of that contract. And if the provider that you go to decides they will help pay you, 
pay that off, be careful. And make sure that's in writing if, in fact, they're in. And some of them will do that. But just make sure that you're getting all of that in writing as to how that's going to work so that you can get – because really the way they typically do that is let's say you're going to owe the first Internet company, I don't know, $300 to cancel the contract. I don't know what the number is. I'm just making just something up. Yep. I'm just throwing that out there. And the new provider says, oh, yeah, we'll absorb the 300 Typically what the new company will do is give you a credit of 300 They're not going to be responsible for canceling that account, nor are they responsible for verifying that is 300. Exactly. That's on you. Yep. You have to make all those determinations on the front side before signing anything. Getting the credit out of them is usually pretty easy, but the cancellation end of it and paying that 300 off is going to come back to you. They're not writing the check for you. No, and some of these companies do not want you to cancel, so they're going to they're well, fight you for they're it. They're going to work very, very hard to make sure you stay. Yep. They'll offer you things. They'll dangle the carrot. They'll do a lot of different things, including even, you know, well, you know, you still owe X amount of time left. There's no early cancel. You know, there's no way to cancel cancel early. If we if you do, you're going to owe the whole amount, blah, blah, blah. Now, typically, that's not the case, and there's fine print along those lines. But, again, they will tell you whatever they think you need to hear to get you to stay. Yep, exactly. So that you don't cancel. Because they make a lot of money off of that rotating you know, that subscriber, I guess really, Charlie, is what I'm looking for there. The subscriber end of things is how a lot of these companies' value is based, by the way. Their stock market value is based on how many subscribers they have. Exactly. And losing a subscriber is a big deal to them. Well, and not only that, but they may offer you, let's say you're paying $300 for, for your Comcast or whatever the bill you got, and you cancel. Well, we'll lower it down to 200 for how long? Right. They will never tell you how long. Correct. You've got, you've got to get all of that stuff in writing, by the way, to know exactly what you're doing on the front side when it comes to making some of these decisions. I would advise, and I know this always can't happen because in some cases you have to internet, you're going to have a contract, some sort of TV service, unless you just you know throw rabbit ears or an antenna right. up, you're going to have some sort of a contract. It's hard to do some of those things without one. But what I would say to do is really minimize those contracts as much as you possibly can, and also minimize the length of time those contracts are written for yes. as much as you can. For example, you've got a you know internet service provider that's willing to come in and provide you service, and they want a contract, but they want a three-year deal. Well, see if you can cut back that you know cut that back to eighteen months or two years or whatever the case right. may be. You know, keeping in mind that in that world, I'm kind of experiencing this myself right now. At one time where I live, we had one provider of Internet service. That was it. So two years ago, I signed a three-year contract because they had to do some upgrades to the wiring, different things to even bring the service in and get a higher speed and so on. And to do that, they wanted a longer contract because they were invest, which I understand they were investing money sure. on the front side and so on. Well, it's now two years into a three-year contract, and there's now... As always, another provider. There you go. That has faster and cheaper service than I'm paying currently. So my next goal, probably this week, is to call my current provider and say, okay, here's the scoop. Not going to lie. Somebody else has come in and they've got a much better deal, much faster speeds at half the price of what I'm paying right now, less than half the price that I'm paying right now. So I need two questions answered. One, what are you going to lower me to to compete with the new guys that have come into town? And I may extend the contract I currently have, 
Or two, what's it take to get me out of what I'm in right now? What kind of a check do I have to write right. to get out of what I am right now? Because, again, I could go to a new provider, get double the speeds for half the price, which is happening in a lot of areas when it comes to Internet service. So I didn't have any choice to, than to do the three-year deal because they weren't going to come in and upgrade and give me the speed that I wanted. And I wanted to cancel all of my other cable and you know, dish network and all of that anyways. And so I needed a faster up and down speed to make all that happen so I could stream versus using the other services. And when it's all said and done, I'm still saving money, but I could save even more if I could change internet providers now. Well, and not only that, depending on, it doesn't matter whether you got dish, whether you got Comcast, it doesn't matter who your provider is. Every two years, you need to call them. Oh, good point, Larry. And re- renegotiate what you're paying. Yes. And yes. they will do that. Believe it or not, they will do that. Yes. Um, also, when it comes to – just to dovetail on what Larry's saying, yes, always check periodically to see if there any better deals. Now, keep in mind, typically that means if they give you a better deal, you're going to extend – the contract you currently have. And that's where you have to really also be careful. Let's say that you're me. You're into this two-year deal or this three-year deal. You're two years into it. And I call them up and say, I want a better deal. And they'll say, sure, John, we'll give you a better deal. But it's another two-year contract. Okay, is it two years from today or is it two more years on top of the three I already had and making it another three years, for example? Because I'm at a point where I've still got another full year. I already know that schedule it's about a full year from august so i already know where i'm at on the time frame so if they say yeah we'll do that for another two-year contract is it two from now or two from the end of my current contract and when you give you a rate make sure they lock it in for a specific period of time whether it be one year two years whatever it is that way they cannot increase your rates correct during that time frame so again lots of questions to ask the biggest thing here is A, knowing what you're needing. B, can you do that without a contract at all? Is there a month-to-month type service? In a lot of cases, there won't be because they're going to provide some upfront cost in doing so, and you may not have the ability to do it other than having a contract. When it comes to some of the pest control and so on, though, a lot of those, I guarantee you can do a la carte if you want to. You may pay a little bit higher price to have it on a one-time basis versus having it on a routine. That's one of those you have to ask and determine how is that working on the front side and you know what's going to work best for me in that particular situation. And you can demand the time frame. I don't want a five-year contract. I don't want a three-year contract. I want a one-year contract. What is it going to cost me? Right. Most of them will tell you that. And here's and here again, if they don't, find the competitor that will. Because exactly. there's only you know, there's there's way more than one pest control company, oh, by the way, that are out far, there. By far, by far. So you've got everybody that's you know from the independent guys that are running around to the big franchises and so on. So again, there's always other options you've got on individuals that you can call and get some pricing from. You don't have to go with your first offer. Now, in some cases, like with me, I've got two two internet service providers. I've got choice A or B. That's it. Yep. Well, I guess I could do Starlink now through through Musk, so I guess I have three options, but a lot of people would you know may have five, six options. Right. I, I basically have two really to speak of, and you could do Starlink if you had to. But again, you have to look at some of this on the front side and know what are all of the options that are out there, what's the best option for me. Biggest thing we're trying to get you to, to realize right now with all of this conversation is, one, don't get locked into something long-term that you won't be able to get out of, including when you sell the house. Right. So let's say all this, that's the other question to ask. What if I sell the house? 
You're still locked in. Is the next person locked in? Am I locked in? Am I out of it because I've sold it? How does all of that work? Typically, when you sell, there's not much they're going to be able to do to come back on you, but you have to read the contract and know what it says. It still can come back on your credit score. Because it could. So you, to, your, to your point, Larry, you really have to investigate all of that on the front side to know specifically, what am I getting into? What's it going to take to get out of? And again, one of the questions I would ask a lot of these folks would be, what happens if I move? What happens if I sell? What if I'm with you as an internet service provider and I go to another location that doesn't that you don't service and you don't offer? Can I cancel what I have or am I obligated to to having this service no yes. matter what? How does all of that work out? Because I want to know on the front side before I get into this how this is going to work for me where I may not be planning on moving today, but what happens in a year? And that's that's the key point to it. You don't know what happens in a year. You may not have any plans to move, and then something occurs well, in your life. There's there's situations going on right now, and I know of a couple of these, to where people are going up to the front doors of homes, leaving notes saying, we really love your home. Yes. We've, we've got a, you know, sometimes it's a realtor, sometimes it's an individual. We really love your home, we'd like to buy it. Or, hey, I'm a realtor, I've got a buyer that's very interested in your home. I mean, you don't know, and I'm one of those where I don't hold on to anything too tightly. The right guy comes along with the right money, he can own it. Sure. I don't really care at the end yeah. of the day. I can do whatever I need to on that end of things. If, if, if they have the money and it works for me, I'm good, Larry. I can do anything. Well, I don't care. As you said over the years... Everything's for sale. Everything's for sale. That's right. So to your point, you may not know where you're going to be a year from now. Don't get locked into things just because you think you're going to be there the next 20. Right. Because you may not be. All right. We'll come back, talk more about this. Questions or comments on any of this. Join us, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. Any questions, by the way, even on a replay show, if you're listening on Tuesday, thank you. You can text us as well, 307 200 8222. Don't forget Stack Optical, by the way. Alan Stack, anything you need when it comes to eyewear. Everything from just getting the exam to specified glasses to reading glasses to you name it. Whatever you happen to need, Alan can do it in a very specific way for you and your lifestyle. And it's really that simple. Just, first of all, start off with an exam, determine what you need, get things updated. And then from there, hey, this is what I do. This is my lifestyle. This is what I like. This is what I struggle with. These, these are where I've never really had good glasses to do X, Y, and Z. Whatever it is, Alan can then tell can, can then custom tailor something to you that would work for you specifically, whether you're an outdoorsman, carpenter, you're working around the house, you're a plumber, you're an auto an auto technician, uh, whatever it is, you name it, he can make something specific for you. Maybe you're on the computer all day long. Whatever it happens to be, he can make something that works specifically for you and your job and or hobby, whatever you're doing. Stack Optical, 303 321 one five seven eight. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for thirty years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a three two one buy down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the asset manager mortgage. Call affordable interest mortgage seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred, where we've been serving Coloradans for over twenty years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. 
If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And MLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, and the website, FixItRadio.com. You can also listen to us live on our app, KLZ Radio, or go right to the website, KLZRadio.com. You can listen from there as well. Appreciate y'all listening. I got a text message in a moment ago that also said, Also, uh, make note that if you change internet providers, your email address may be tied to that particular provider, and you'll have to update your entire email list. Yes, in fact, that's why I would not do that. I would not tie my email address, or at least the mass 
amount of emailing I would do to a particular internet service provider. I would get a Proton account or even Gmail or whatever you want to do. I would use a account that is independent of Comcast or anybody else out there that is, you know, utilizing, uh, you know, that it is your internet service provider, for example. I would not have a, you know, John Rush at Comcast.com email address. I, I just would not do that. Now, you could have it and you may have to have something for them for the account setup and so on. But beyond that, I would not utilize that for anything else. There's too many other email providers out there that you can go to to where you're independent of them. But that is a great point. If, in fact, you've done that and you've, in my opinion, made that mistake and you've tied your email to that particular account, yes, that is one of those things to consider is when you change your address book and everybody that you've been emailing and maybe trying to get back to you, that will change because if you change providers, they will no longer be able to reach you. Well, not only if you change providers, but if you don't change providers and your provider recognizes a suspicious uh, activity activity on your phone, which I'm f- fighting right now because I, my, I do have Gmail, but it goes through my Xfinity account. Gotcha. So Xfinity says, oh, you had a suspicious attack on your, on your uh, email. So I can't access my email until I update my credentials, I see. as they call it. I see. Makes sense. Makes sense. David in Denver is next. David, go ahead. John, I've also been told that people like with the furniture stores that advertise no payments for the first three or four months mm-hmm. and that type of thing, buy on credit. I've been told that that does affect your credit rating, too. It does. You're correct. It sure does. That I did not know. Yeah, you you are borrowing money at that point in time. So even if it's a, you know, zero percent six months, if you make all, you know, if you if you get it all paid off by the time it's done, blah blah blah. But they are still extending credit to you, David. So you are a hundred percent correct. All right, that's what I thought. Yes, you are day. correct. You are, so, David. Thank you for that. By the way, appreciate that. So if you're that. buying a car and they give you twelve months, eighteen months, two, 24 months, uh, free credit. Or no, no, you know, percentage still going on your credit. Yeah, it still goes against. It still goes against your score. Yes, for yeah. sure, it sure does. Yeah, that. The thank you, David, for that. Very, very much. Uh, uh, very, very, very spot on as far as that goes. Joe, you're up. John, an- another suggestion. Assuming you have alternatives for things like trash collection, internet, even Sirius XM radio, uh, Direct TV, Dish Network, call up and, and threaten to cancel. You'll immediately get twenty or thirty percent knocked off your annual rate. Oh, exactly. I've done it with all. All of those services, we had uh, a new trash service, you know, uh, started soliciting on our block or neighborhood. And uh, I wasn't going to switch because I know something about the trash. And um, one of the reasons these guys can do so, they only got like one or two trucks. And one of the problems is if they're one of their one or two trucks breaks down, you don't get trash picked right. up that week. Yeah, you're so done. I, so yeah. I, really, I really didn't want to switch, but I had this leverage. You know, they were, yeah. they were quoting something like 60%. And, of course, my trash company knew all about them, right? Um, so I called up and I said, I'd like to cancel my trash service. And right away they turn you over to a customer retention specialist. Um, and right away, well, you know, how come? Well, I got this quote and boom, well, we'll match that number. Um, SiriusXM, the same thing. Uh, they'll, uh, you know, I've had SiriusXM. I, don't, I only listen to like six channels. So, you know, SiriusXM knocked 30% off my monthly bill. Uh, Dish TV, when I had it in Colorado, excuse me, I had direct, I threatened to go to Dish, they knocked 30% off. So 
All you have to do is threaten to cancel, and they'll turn you over to a customer retention specialist, and you'll save some money. I wish that were the case with, with Dish Network. I've told that story before, but I'll tell it again. I was a 25-year customer up until two years ago with Dish Network, called up and said, listen, I would like to make a change, get my bill lowered. I've been a customer for 25-some years, and uh, the bottom line is you know, you've put me on kind of a six-month you know, testing period, blah, blah, blah. I really don't use it that much. I either need my bill cut significantly because, Joe, to your point, I don't watch that many channels and really not on it a whole lot. I need something cut significantly, or you're going to lose me as a customer i got told this is the best we can do see ya wow yep now i didn't 25 year customer joe wow see i had direct and threatened to go to dish and direct you know direct just sure well the smart thing would have been mr rush how can we keep you as a customer right yeah that would be your normal would that not have been the right answer joe it would have absolutely been the right answer. I, I mean, and I ended so, up with two different customer service people, ended up with a supervisor level where, frankly, I thought would be better than the regular level. It was actually worse in a yes. more stoic voice I could hear on the other end, basically telling me to pound sand. Yep. Wow. Wow. And I left okay. and have never looked back, and I would never recommend them to anyone at this point. John, I can't say that I blame you. Fortunately, uh if you have Direct TV or one of the other cable providers, they're uh, they're a lot more flexible than Dish. Uh, well, and, and the dumb hey, thing, Joe, is as you know, they're all losing subscribers. Dish, Direct, Comcast—they're sure. all losing it because of your options now of what you can stream and do without them. It's amazing to me that they're all not doing more to try to keep you. Well, Dish is terrible. Yeah, I, it makes makes no yeah, sense because, to me, Joe. Because their incremental cost—you know—they've got the fixed overhead. It costs them literally nothing. Uh, other than if they provide you a modem, maybe, but it literally costs them nope. nothing. To, well, and in my case, Joe, I'm you know, in, in the case of Dish, you don't own any of the equipment you're leasing. You know, they've got their you know five dollar a box per month thing you're paying, and blah blah blah. At the end of the day, to keep me as a customer versus have me go away. And, you know, number one, they had to send all cardboard boxes out, prepaid, label, blah, 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 to get all their stuff back. At the end of the day, Joe, it cost them money to have yes. me go away. They could have given me free service for a year and been money ahead. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. I mean, that's just, more. to me, it's just mind-boggling the way some of these companies think. But my point is, know some of that going into it and don't sign into something where you're going to have a hard time getting back out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Everything I have is, is uh, well, except for Sirius XM, everything I have is month to month. Um, and some of know, those, to your XM point, some of those you don't have any choice. If you want it, you're going to have to agree to do that. Right. Right. And that was Sirius XM. Um, now, now, really quick, Joe, along those lines, so I should mention this because you just reminded me of something. The other thing to look at, too, for some of you where it's like, listen, this is something I'm going to have. I don't really see me changing anything. You know what? If I can get a good enough deal to pay for a year in advance and there's enough of a discount, you know what? More power to you. Yeah, particularly if it's a company that, uh, you know, that that you know has got good reputation. Good, And, again, I want to go back to the garbage truck thing. Um you know, the, the, the low rate was tempting, but I've been involved. My partners and I tried to buy a garbage company one time, and these guys have come around at half the price of your waste management. They, right. They're a one- or two-truck operation, and it is inevitable that one or yeah, at least one, if they have more than one, one of those trucks is going to break yeah. down. Yeah. And then, you know... And you're not going to get garbage collected. The other thing typically about those that you have to be careful of, this is just a kind of a rule of thumb for all of you listening as well, because I know that world extremely, extremely well. 
Typically, the two trucks will turn to four, turn to six, turn to eight. They grow it. They get bought by the big company. You're now back to the big company anyways. Not saying anything against the little guys, Joe, but that's typically the way that world works. Yep, you're absolutely right, John. They, uh, it's it's get in, grow it, and flip it. That's yep. exactly. So you you may exactly be with them, you know, enough to save a little bit of money, but again, long term, don't don't look for that long term because eventually they're going to get absorbed by the waste managements of the world, anyways. Yep, yep. Hey, John. One other one other topic uh, we talked about a month ago about insuring guns and jewelry. Yes, yes. I called and got a call. I called to get a quote on insuring my guns, and I'm not going to tell you how many dollars worth of guns i had but the rate was very it was like 35 dollars per thousand oh, that's not uh, bad to insure guns so uh, per year? if you have yeah 35 per 35 dollars per thousand dollars worth of value that's not bad year. that's not that bad at all yeah uh, you know in the same for if you got any expensive watches or your wife has a lot of jewelry it's about the same rate for jewelry as well slightly higher because jewelry is more prone to get lost right um but uh, I think it's like forty dollars per thousand for, for for jewelry and watches. But um, but yeah, it, it, well, and by the way, that will change based upon your house's fire rating and how far from the firehouse you are. And True. Is there a hydrant near your house? Because there's a rating on your house based upon mm-hmm. you know the type of shingles, type of siding. Do you live in a forested area? Like John, your cabin. I doubt your cabin. I doubt you would get the thirty dollars per thousand on your gun stored in your cabin. But no. <laughs> No, no, you are correct. No, in fact, it's getting to the point on a lot of those where you're down to just a few companies that'll even write it. Right, but uh, I think it was I was surprised. Very, very reasonable. You know, nice. thirty bucks per so. If you got a lot of got nice. got a lot of guns, got a lot of jewelry, it's it's uh, yeah. relatively inexpensive. Good to know, so. Joe. As always, appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day, Steve in Colorado Springs is next. Steve, welcome. Good morning. How are you today? Good, Steve. What a splendid day. Anyway, we were rounding third base, coming into home on the three-year claim free yep. with American National. Yep. And the rebate was going to be twenty-five eighty. That's all gone now with all the hail claims. Yeah. But anyway, I was going to mention, I sent you the Contractors Trust Act quite a while ago. And I don't think most people know. I didn't know for a long time. There is a statute. As a contractor, if you take money... From a customer, it's supposed to go into an escrow a trust account, account yep. not commingled That's with right. your operating account. And the reason is, is so that guys don't use your money to, to pay the last job. That's right. So it's it's important you can find it. Pretty easy to do. Uh, I'm kind of a contracts guy, and people just need to know this stuff. Even with a small job, you know, granted, yeah, to, yeah. still worth having a paragraph contract signed by both parties what the scope of the work is, when it's going to begin, when it's going to end, and some performance penalties. As in, if it gets done on time, fine. If it doesn't, there's like a $100 a day performance penalty. But uh, anyway. Which for a lot of the people out there right now going through the roofing end of things, which really fast, you know, I'll just mention this, Roof Savers of Colorado. You know, Dave Hart, if you need any roofing done, he's the guy to call. On top of that, Steve, do not let a door knocker on top of your roof, no. especially if you have to sign something before they get on. The- you get a reputable roofer like like Dave, and if he can't come out, he can at least recommend somebody that can. Bottom line, Steve, as you know, you want somebody reputable that's going to come out on the roofing end, especially the last thing you need is some fly-by-night company that's just rolling through here from Texas, Louisiana, wherever they've come from. That's the last thing you need. On that note, 
as you can imagine, with the roofing signs cropping up like dandelions in the spring, if you know of any, shall we say, isolated seniors or even isolated not-so-seniors, because those storm chasers are out in yes. droves, as you know. Yes. You all got a pickup truck, no ID, out-of-state plates. One of the things they have people sign uh, is the, shall we say, naive, is an authorization to go inspect the roof. Yep. What that actually is is a contract, yep. and they come back and they go, okay, here's the amount. We don't want to wait around for the insurance company. We need half on front. Yep. And you'd be amazed the number of people that cut a check, and these guys are gone, never never be seen again. You're correct. And I I rarely see them prosecuted because they got a pretty good scam running. Nobody knows who they are. Yes, they do. You're right. No, Steve, spot on. It's exactly what they do, 100%. In terms of, in terms of paying it forward in your community, you probably know. Everybody does. Some isolated seniors yeah, and maybe point. That's some a great point. that are isolated and unengaged. And go help them out. Let them know. Yeah, great idea. Please, 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 please do not do business yep. with a storm fisher that knocks on the door. You'll, you'll help everybody in the process. So. That's right. No, Steve, that's great. No, I appreciate that very much. Great great idea. Thank you, by the way, for that. I appreciate that. He, he, is, he is right on the money, by the way. And if you have anybody you know that is in that situation, please help them out. Let them be aware of that. Well, as we talked earlier, John, don't pay any money up front, nope. period. Not a nickel. Not a nickel. Yep. Jerry and Greeley, you're next. Um, you were talking to Joe a few minutes ago about uh, rubbish removal. Yes. And um, I just thought I'd mention what happened to me with waste management. Sure. Uh, kind of exactly what you were describing, where a competitor came into the neighborhood and was undercutting. Almost everybody had waste management. And uh, this outfit was offering much, much better rates, so everybody was, was switching. And, um, well, when I went to, to drop my waste management account, um, I actually ended up just starting to haul my own stuff to the, to the dump. But, but anyway, uh, if, when I went to the waste management website, I discovered you could do about 100 different things online, but the one thing that you had to do over the phone with canceled. customer service was canceled. That's right. Yep. And they would never answer the phone. That's right. Uh, yep. You had to call a specific extension to cancel. Yep. And good luck. They jer- yeah, they jerked me around. Yep. Well, I've <laughs> said for years, and I know I can't prove this. So I have to be careful. I don't want to be held liable for anything. But I've said for years the mafia owns most trash companies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't I think even- I'm too wrong in that, Jerry. I, I sent them snail mail, which they ignored. I sent them emails, which yep. they ignored. And uh, I don't know, one day, I must have caught them on an off day. Somebody slipped up and actually answered the phone, so I was able to. There's, in, the, in the business world, Jerry, there's two types of contracts that are almost impossible to get out of. One is trash, two is uniforms. Yes. They are both run by the mafia, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You've been hanging around. They send Guido out to make you, you know, to make sure you don't cancel. You've been hanging back east too long. <laughs> I am not joking, Jerry, at all. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> no, hey, you are spot on, hundred percent, Jerry. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I trust me. I have been down that path, and I learned a long time ago to read those things with the fine print. And I can tell you that with uniform companies, especially. Trash companies are the same way. If you're going to cancel, it's written in when you can cancel. And there is a specific grace period, which is only like 48 hours. 
yep. of when that thing is going to renew. And it's typically like 60-some days prior to renewal, blah, blah, blah. you got to send certified mail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't do all of that, it automatically, re- automatically renews. And good luck getting out of those things if you get into a contract with it, because I've been there, done that. Well, and if you try to talk to the salesman that comes in to drop off your uniforms or what, pick up your trash or whatever, they don't care. They can't do a thing for you or won't do a thing for you. No, you're correct. All right, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We're at that time. We're at that time anyways. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. 
the market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a three two one buy down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the asset manager mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. All right. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. I, I got a reminder of something. Uh, looks like a Cheyenne number. Uh, Republic Services came in, bought, bought a local trash outfit that was great. Uh, they came in and essentially wouldn't let anyone out of a contractor answer the phone and had a new office people that were rude, and the service turned to crap. Yeah, I've heard that story numerous, numerous times. I know a fellow that was in Scottsdale actually went to their corporate headquarters and would not leave until his contract was canceled. <laughs> well, so... I have a, you know what, I didn't think about this till that just came in, so thank you for the reminder. I actually have waste management as my trash company. But the way I ended up with them was I had a small trash company that serviced my dumpster and got bought out by waste management. So here's a tip. If that's you and you've done that. You start with a nice small company and they get bought out by somebody. Waste management then came in and said, hey, we've got, you know, we've, we've bought so-and-so, you know, Joe's dumpster service out. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Totals who I was, was with before. To, you know, we bought out Total, blah, blah, blah. Here's your new contract sign here. I said, no. I'm not signing anything. I didn't have a contract before. I don't want a contract now. Yep. Well, we, we, we may not be able to service you without a contract. I said, well, fine. guess I'll find somebody else to do it then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And there are people out there. Three years later, it's pretty close to three years, they're still servicing that dumpster at the same price I was paying three years ago, and I have no contract. Interesting. So, point being, if you push hard enough or push back hard enough on some of what these folks are doing, uh, you may very well be able to keep doing what you've been doing without a contract and just keep rolling along. Because, again, they still want my money. They still want to service it. Sure. And I will tell you this. In, in my particular case, I have a excellent driver. Um, you know, he and I are kind of on a, you know, 
wave, first wave, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> basis. And if I need something a little extra here and there, he's more than willing to help me out. And I have a really great relationship with that end of things. Um, so I have nothing to complain about with my trash service at all. But I'm in no contract because I would not sign again after they bought the small company out that I had no contract with. So that's another way to kind of play this. There's going to be times where the new company coming in wants you to re-sign a new contract with the new company, and you you can hold your own and just say, no, you can keep servicing at what I was doing, and we'll call it good, or I'll find somebody else one or the other because I'm not, I'm not going to sign a contract. Most of them will agree to keep going at what you've been doing in the past sure. without a contract. Yep. They still want the money. Absolutely, and they're going to run the route anyway. You're, that's right. You're still considered a customer. They're going to run, drive right past there anyways. They'll typically keep servicing you. So there's a little tip as far as that goes as well. So also somebody, uh, the same, same person said, talk about uniform services. A lot of independent services are family-owned and operated. Um, yes, and, and, there, and there are, although I will tell you this in the Colorado area here in the Denver area, finding family-owned and operated uniform companies is getting harder and harder and harder to find. Yes. It's almost, I don't want to say it's impossible, but there's just not many left. Most of them are the big conglomerates that are out there. I'm not going to name all the names, but there's a half a dozen big conglomerates, and they are very, very nitpicky when it comes to their contracts. Yes. I've not met a uniform, a large uniform company yet that isn't. And it's very difficult to get out of those contracts. Very difficult. Yeah. They they have also, like the trash companies, automatic renewals. And if you don't send a certified letter by such and such date, on and on we go, you're not going to get out of said contract. So, okay, with all that being said, I want to get back to the roofer real quick. We talked about that a moment ago with Steve as well, but uh, Larry had brought this up earlier. Yes, please do not sign anything when it comes to having your roof inspected. We've had large hail even come through again this past week. For those of you that are listening on Tuesday even, we had hail come through over 4th of July, and a lot of places have had miscellaneous storms and hail this week. I talked to Dave Hart, I believe, Friday, and he is bombarded. He is swamped. So I want to also note this. If you need a roof inspected, you don't have any leaks, but you can just look up and see that I've got some damage and things that need to be looked at. All of this has been noted. You are under no time frame with your insurance company to get a claim filed if, in fact, you need a complete replacement. No one is going to pressure you on that side. They have enough on their plate right now. They know when the storms came through. If somebody like Dave comes out even a month from now and says, yes, this has definitely been impacted by hail. We're going to have to do a complete replacement. He can get a hold of your ingester with you. They can get all of that taken care of. It's not going to change anything on your end in one bit at all if you wait a month to have it inspected, is my point. Or two or three months, for that matter. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking, oh, if I don't get this done now, I'm not going to be able to turn a claim in. Not true. Nope. They know historically when these hailstorms have come through. And I will also tell you this. If, in fact, you end up in a situation where you wait a couple of months, you're going to wait and see how things go throughout the rest of the summer even. Maybe you don't want to do anything until sometime in September. If you have any problem with your insurance company, this is where public adjusters come in real handy. Yes. If you start fighting with your insurance company because they're not going to step up and do what's needed after the hail we've already had this summer, that's where you go hire my friend Matt out of Colorado Springs. He will get he's a public adjuster. He will work on your behalf and he will get taken care of whatever needs taken care of under your policy, guaranteed. Well, and they will do similar. 
He's not quite. He's not a public adjuster. He no. can help you with that. But my point is, if you can't get your, if all of a sudden you feel like you're at a stalemate with your insurance company, they're not. They're not even going to reimburse you for as much as you need to be getting. They're not replacing. Say, you know, say the gutters got all beat up, or you have some stacks that are beat up, or some vents, or whatever, and they're not agreeing to do everything needed on the roof. That's where you go get a public adjuster. Right. They come in, they work on your behalf, and at the end of the day, you'll get what you need. Trust yes. me, I, I've been through enough of those with public adjusters on big claims, fires, and so on, as you all know. And the reality is those public adjusters can come in and get you things that you thought you may not have been able to get otherwise. But yeah, when it comes to roofers especially, and even Dave being in the business will tell you this, sign nothing on the front side. Right. Nothing. Now, you you go through the process even with Dave to where, okay, we've been through this. Here's the estimate. We know we're going to have to do a roof. Here's what the insurance is going to pay. Here's what your out-of-pocket is going to be if you've got a deductible. Yeah, okay, at some point you're going to have to sign something to get the roof done. Right. But not till then. Right. Okay, at that point, you've got all of your ducks in a row. You know exactly what it's going to cost as the total goes. You know exactly what your deductible is. You know it's going to get replaced, how it's all going to work, and so on, what the timeline looks like, et cetera. And again, I'm one where you're going to get a check from the insurance company anyways, but you're not handing that over until the job's completed. And I wouldn't pay the deductible either until not the job's completed. Not until the completed. job's completed. Yep. Until that thing is done, signed, sealed, delivered. And, and you're, you're happy with that. That's right. And, and Dave Hart from Roof Savers of Colorado, one of our great sponsors, he will tell you that exact same thing. You don't turn over a dime right. until everything is done, completed to your satisfaction. And I am one where, you know, you may not like heights, but... If if you've got the ability to have somebody help you get on the roof and do a little walking around and look and inspect and so on, and if not, at least get some binoculars out, stand down below, look really closely with the binoculars at what's been done, make sure your lines are even, things look great, you don't see nails popping out, things like that. I mean, common sense, you know what to look at. We can have Dave on here once once he slows down some. I've been trying to have Dave on on a Saturday. He's working. So for all of you listening, you're probably thinking, how come we haven't heard Dave? Because well, he's literally working. He told me the other day, he's working 16, 18-hour days right now just to I keep up. So, yep. yeah, he's he has got no time right now to even call in. He's typically with people on almost an ongoing basis when we're on air especially. So, no, he has not had the opportunity to come on and talk about any of this. So he just keeps funneling me info. And he, again, this last week said, there are still tons of companies coming up out of other states knocking on doors trying to get business. I'm sure they are. So it is happening probably even today as we speak. Yes. Because Saturdays are, Saturdays and Sundays oh, are yeah. big. You're home. They're notorious, yep. They can see you outside. They'll walk up and even greet you in the yard. And again, if that happens, you just kindly say, you know, I've got a roofer. I'm good. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Or the other side of the coin is you post uh, post a no soliciting sign. And if they come up then? Point to the sign. Yep. Again, best thing to do. Be nice. I've never told anybody to ever be rude. But be nice, but just be nice and kindly say, I've got that covered. Yes, I may have some damage. I've already got my own roofer. I'm in good shape. Thank you very much. Yep. See you later. Now, the other thing I, though, would tell everybody, you all have neighbors that probably were affected by the exact same storm. I would be telling them to call Dave, listen to our program, call Dave, and do what we're talking about, not talking to the storm chasers that are going to show up at the front door or on the yard just like they did at your house. Well, on the other side of that coin is the storm chasers, 
Some of them don't take no for an answer. I know. That's when I get rude. Oh, they, they, they will not take no for an answer. They'll have a ladder out even at times where they're even getting ready to get on the roof, and they're just waiting for you to sign a little sheet of paper that allows them up there. That sheet of paper is locking you into whatever they find. They'll deal with the insurance company, do the roof, and so on. Yes, do not sign a single thing when those people approach you, and they will. Mark my word, they will contact you. The other side of that is they may want to go up on your roof. If they don't have insurance to protect the employee. It's coming on you. That's right. Your 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 liability insurance is gonna take is gonna handle that if there's any kind of a claim. So yes, be very, very careful with all of that. Do not to Larry's point, just don't let them on the roof in the first place. Right. In fact, I wouldn't let them on the property. If they even start to walk up and you've got, you know, there's a sidewalk or a curb or whatever, I would walk out, greet them, not let them on your property at all. Be very direct about that. To Larry's point, if they get rude with you, you can get rude back. But again, try to be nice on the front side. Hey, right. I've got a roof or I've got things handled. I don't need your help. Thank you. And I would even say, I would be this bold to say, you know, my neighbors are as well. No sense knocking on the few doors around me because right. we've all got the same guy we use. In other words, go away. Sure. Now, and, and believe me, they'll go away because there's so many other people. And I'm not against people trying to make money. I'm, I'm a capitalist. You guys all know that. I'm not against people even coming up and you know following the storms and so on. The problem I have is typically you're not going to get typically. Most always. You're not going to get the same quality from them that you're going to get from Dave Hart. Or if you get anything from them. You're, yeah, in some cases, you're, you're just getting taken advantage of. Right. So I, I am not a big fan of those storm chasers at all. Do they have a place? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like the guys that run around and cut trees when there's big hurricanes and things like that. Are they all bad? I'm not saying every one of them is bad, but I don't like their tactics. No, I don't I, like how they do it. Ask for credentials. So you can see who they are, what they're authorized for. Correct. What, you know, what agencies they're signed with, because if Insurance, not— Insurance, the whole night. And yep. again, at the end of the day, we have a roofer. You don't need any of them. As I said earlier, Dave Hart, Roof Savers of Colorado, even if you have damage today, as long as there's no significant leak, and if there is, Dave can even t- patch that up and keep you through the rest of the summer. But he, he's he's inundated. It's going to take him a little while to get to sure. all of you that are out there that have some issues. My point is this. Even if it takes a few months, it's okay. It's not a problem. Nothing's harmed. You're going to be fine. You can still get your claim handled, and Dave will help you with all of that. All right, we got to get out of here. Thanks for listening, by the way, for listening on Tuesday. We appreciate that very much as well. Don't forget the website, fixitradio.com. This has been Fixit Radio on KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.